Welcome everybody to the Jersey Number 10 podcast. Football is a subjective but objective sport. Elation can turn into misery in a matter of split seconds. You could be in a packed stadium or the edge of your couch. The beautiful game brings us all together. As supporters, we may not always agree, but... Okay, wait, let me, let me, let me start that all over. That, uh, I fumbled, I fumbled, I fumbled, I fumbled. No, it's not sure, it's not sure. Which is cool. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Jersey Number 10 podcast. Um, football is a subjective but objective sport. Elation can turn into misery in a matter of split seconds. You could be in a packed stadium or on the edge of your couch. The beautiful game brings us all together. As supporters, we may not always agree, but our opinions are so different and are often fueled by the love of our clubs. The Jersey Number 10 podcast is a conversational platform for all football fans, local and global. Our podcast is two brothers, myself, Kaya Hadebe, and my co-host, Lindu Gutia Hadebe. Um, and the Jersey 10 Number podcast is all about us breaking, breaking down football and sharing different views on the game that we love. Let's have fun discussing the most adored sport ever. Fujibor. And that's facts though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. As so, much as there's so many sports that are, are loved out there and we won't trash them. Yeah, 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 for sure. But we all know football is the, is the most, if not the loved sport. It has to be top two and not two. Facts. It has to be top facts. two and not two. Facts, bro. All right, bro. Um, you know, just just as a you know a little insight into you know everything that we're doing right now. Um, basically, we've been wanting to create a podcast because I mean we speak about football every day. I mean, if 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 you genuinely look at it, football is spoken about on a day to day basis. You get me? Yeah, like. You can meet someone new. What breaks the ice is talking about football. You get me? Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I mean, sometimes you know, I I don't know about you, man, but I've 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 been in situations where like you know, football is a great icebreaker, and at the same time, it could be a cause for conflict. <laughs> definitely, you know, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I mean, if 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 you're speaking to uh, a certain person where let's say for instance your football views don't align yeah that calls for conflict you get me yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and i mean i guess that's just the love of the game right exactly um and and, and that's okay you know we're not always gonna like agree on things you know um, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you know and, and ultimately football is a is a it's a very objective sport but it's subjective as well at the same time because if you think about it, if you deep it, like we all are fueled by the love of our teams, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we all have clubs that we support, we all have countries that we support. And I think that's okay, man. You know, we see we see football differently and I think that's what makes it interesting. 
You feel me? Because, I mean, just to show the love of football, you could literally be watching a match of a team you support and a team that you hold dearly to your heart. Yeah. Things could be going really well. Yeah. Till it gets to a point where it seems like your team is getting knocked out. Mm. Mm. You get me. That's true. That's true. That's and true. if we're being honest, man, football has made all of us cry. Yeah. And it's made all of us really happy, bro. Like, really happy, dog. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just the love of the game. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I mean, uh, just to get into the episode, so, you know, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the Jersey 10 number podcast, Jersey number 10 podcast, um, we, we're basically, you know, I mean, we spend most of our time together, um, former footballers ourselves. Um, and I think the game never really leaves you, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we always, you know, analyzing the game, watching the games, and you know, players and and and, and whatnot, and you know, just really identifying different things about the sport. Um, I just, I just really wanted us to like come together and like create a platform, you know, just just something for us to do, um, in terms of like you know just just really just discussing like basically this is a conversation that we have on a day-to-day basis it's not the same conversation because football is very dynamic yeah 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 yeah, right definitely definitely things change all the time and that's cool man i think that's why i love the game you know what i'm saying so yeah we have different perspectives all the time we don't always agree um and and I think that's okay. Can I right? Can I can I actually stop you there, right? Yeah. So I I love the fact that you brought up the whole fact that we've we've played football at let's say for instance the highest level in terms of at youth level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, youth yeah. level, yeah. At, at at youth level, you get me. Yeah. So, let's just talk South African football, right? Okay. But the progression from youth level to professional level. Mm. You get me? And I feel like, obviously in SA, bro, the opportunities that you get to make it professional in South Africa, then opposed to in Europe, is two different things. Yeah, there's a lot of barriers to entry when it comes to like the local game compared to like in Europe, you know, because like we we watch European games and like there's a, there's quite a few examples like uh, Pedri, Ansufati, Gavi, Gavi, Vinicius, Vinicius, Rodrigo, bro, the list goes on. Jude Bellingham, you know, Kamavinga. Bro, Chuameni, you know, so there's a lot of guys that are really making it in the game um, at a very young age. But the crazy thing, in contrast, when you look at the local game, yeah, yeah, a yeah. player who is 
21 is regarded as a youngster. Bro, in Europe, a 21-year-old, you have to be ready, bro, to be playing at that level. And, and you know what's crazy about that? As we're saying, you being a 21-year-old playing in Europe, you have to be ready, right? Yeah. Niggas in South Africa only make their debut at 24, 25. Bro, that's, that's insane. I think that's, that's a crazy stat. I mean, you do have your, you know, there's teams like um, Stellenbosch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Stellenbosch, yeah. I, I love what they're doing with the kids. Um, historically, I mean, it's it, it no longer exists, but Bitvesvitz was on that vibe. Uh, if, if, Super Sport as well. If we're being honest, right, with Bitvesvitz, they got things right to the point where... If you were a youth player in SA, yeah. you wanted to play against Bitvis Vis hoping that the coach sees you yeah, yeah, after yeah. the game. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. And some bro come join 100%. the club. I mean, historically in South Africa, I mean, the, the great academies in South Africa is Supersport, Bitvis Vis, Stars of Africa, yeah. and... Uh, the school of excellence. Yeah. Right. You know as well. I actually and I X as well. Yeah. yeah I X yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you know as so well. I thought you were gonna put Sundowns in that name, well, in that list of yours. I mean, Sundowns only recently got better, though. If we're being honest. And my thing is, as much as they recently got better, I feel like it's more of the first team that recently got better. Yeah, you get me. Yeah, 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 yeah. As because in, even even if you, even if you look at it now, right? Like yeah, the Sundowns yeah, yeah. kids, the guys that really graduated from the Sundowns, like um, yeah, the Sundowns Academy is uh, Mkulise, Pesitao, uh, Dolly. You know, guys like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and what's wild about that, bro? You used to play against these niggas in high school, though. Yeah, man. So for those of you who don't know, right? So Sundowns, um, when you join the academy, and you stay at the academy, um, there was this high school in Pretoria called Clifford High. Clifford, yeah, Clifford High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Clapham, Clapham. <laughs> Clapham, sorry. Clapham, sorry, sorry about that. Clapham, yeah, man. Hey, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Clapham, um, so the Sundowns boys would school at Clapham, and you know, in obviously, like you know, the Sundowns players, they would play for the school team and also play for Sundowns as well. So you know, obviously, I've been privileged enough to play against some of the players, you know. Um, like you know, you know, Samuel Julius, Percy Dow, Zwane. You are you understand? So Yeah. It's quite a few players, you know, that, 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 that I've been able to play against and um some really, really, really amazing players, bro. Some really amazing players. Bro, you know, can I be honest, right? 
What really irritates me about South African football yeah. is the fact that, bro, there's, there's talent this side. There's so much talent. There's so, so much, so, so much talent this side. But my thing is, as much as there's so much talent this side, to show that there's a lot of corruption leading up to you making the whole professional scene. There's a lot of politics, man. Exactly, bro. Mm. You get you get me. And if you look at it, bro, a lot of players that are deserving mm. of mm. being in the top flight in SA. Yeah. They're not playing top flight football in SA right now. And I've thought to myself and I was like, yo, what's actually the problem in SA, bro? But for us to see that problem in SA, you know where we see it? Where? <laughs> our national team, bro. Yeah. And speaking speaking about our national team, so it's like the perfect segue of like what we want to speak about today. Yeah. Because Bafana Bafana has struggled for a very long time yeah 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 to qualify for the fifa world cup the last time we were at the fifa world cup and nakona that was like that was it's by that was by default yeah it's because we hosted it yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. so that's the only reason why bro. in 2010 the 2010 world cup was hosted in south africa um we were the hosts so by default you have to be we participate in in in, in the tournament itself but and you know simpio shabagal had that amazing moment you know against mexico he scored the opening goal and then from there it just went south you know you know it's wild right i feel like we might be the only South Africans right now as we're having this conversation where we're like, yo, as much as Shimpio Shawalala had that amazing moment, bro. Yeah. Bro, we all know Guti, that nigga died. He's been a fraudulent player, my G. You get me? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. And what's worse, about the whole World Cup and us as SA hosting it mm. is the thing of when the World Cup ended, that's where all the allegations of corruption and they all S- came to light. Yeah. You get me. Yeah, they all came and to light. SA paying off like FIFA officials to make sure that they host the World Cup and what we hid behind that whole thing of the first African nation to host the World Cup. Mm. Mm. I mean, it was an achievement in itself, if we're being honest. It was, it but is, the way we achieved it, though. It, it is an achievement. I mean, yo, bro, going down that rabbit hole yeah. is insane. Yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. But... Ultimately, it is what it is. It happened the way it happened. And, you know, 
Jabulani, Philip is here, Philip is here, whatever, you know, the whole thing that was going around the 2010 World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibes were amazing in SA. Definitely. Vibes were amazing. Um, Obviously, the team didn't do well, but ultimately, I think it was a great World Cup. Now, I won't lie. That that World Cup was definitely top five World Cups. Mm, 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 mm. But the chat that I'm trying to bring up, right? And I won't lie, I'm trying to use this platform to call out SA football. Okay, you get me. I mean, yo, man, talk, talk, talk your shit, bro. Because yeah. Honestly speaking, bro, I'm I'm not happy at where we are mm. in terms of SA football, mm. and what 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 aggravates me even more is the young kids that are still trying to make it professional and have that dream to make it professional. Yeah. As much as you know how they say that there's that one percent that makes it as football players. Yeah. There's that one percent in the world, but in SA they're making it zero comma five. There's a lot of barriers to entry when it comes to the the the, the, the SA football game. Unfortunately, you get it. it is it, it it is what it is. Unfortunately, but at the end of the day, bro, what what's happening now in the country is that we're not qualifying for the World Cup, let alone the Afcon. You understand what I'm saying? Let's let's not even speak about <laughs> Afcon, bro. Honestly, yeah. can I be honest, bro? The whole SA football chat, yeah, it's very personal to me, dog, because it pisses me off to a point where, dog, SA genuinely is supposed to be it's supposed to be a giant in Africa, bro. We have the best league in the the continent. We have we have better resources, better resources, better stadiums. We have everything, right? And um, I just can't put my finger on why we're just not progressing the way we're supposed to progress right now. There's a lot of young talents that are playing overseas right now. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The PSL. Um, Although I wouldn't classify it as an amazing league, there's a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to the PSL. But ultimately, there's a lot of ingredients that can make an amazing dish. Yeah. When it comes to South African football. Definitely, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Definitely. I but, hear you. I hear you in that. You know, if we digress from from South African football right now and um, if we you know obviously look at more current things so the FIFA World Cup 2022 yeah is being hosted in Qatar in just over 60 days bro so the World Cup is Pretty soon. Bro, the first game is on 
the 10th of November, if I'm not mistaken? Nah, it's the 20th, actually. 20th. Yeah, so the first game is the 20th of November, uh, Qatar versus Ecuador. That's the that's the that's the curtain raiser for the twenty twenty two World Cup. And and if you look at it now, bro, you'll sleep two times. The twentieth of November is now, bro. Yeah. Literally, yeah. That's so, how fast time goes. Um this World Cup has come with a lot of surprises, number one. Um it's the first time we're not having a World Cup uh in the European summer, which is June, around June, July, right? Um, this is the first time we're having a World Cup in in winter, in the winter period. So, I mean, there's a logical reason behind that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Qatar, the Middle East is a very... It's a very hot, hot, hot situation there, right? Um, so I, I guess, you know, they won the bird. Uh, you know, they, 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 they got to host the World Cup, but I think somewhere, somehow, they were like, hey, it's going to be too hot to play it in summer. Nah, I definitely hear that. Hey, bro, hey, bro. It's gonna be too hot, bro. Niggas, <laughs> people be fainting during games, dog. And what's what's even more scary is Christian Eriksen fainting during the Euro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was that was a game. very that was a very tragic moment. I can't lie. That was it a that was an extremely tragic moment. Um, thank God. You know he's 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 back to doing what he does best. Shout but out, shout out to his captain though. His captain saved his life. Yeah, my namesake, bro, Kaya. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, like, if his captain wasn't on that team, bro, Epson probably would have been gone. And that's why I also I also feel like football clubs need to teach first aid, bro. Yeah, to their players, it it's important. It really it's important. is. Bro. It's important. It's important. But okay, so the Qatar World Cup starts in, on the twentieth of November, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is new to everyone. Mm. It's new to everyone. This is the first time the World Cup is happening mid season. Mid season. Yeah. Right. So, what I wanted to ask you, right, um, how do we feel about, number one, the schedule, right? Yeah. The time of year and the potential impact that it will have on domestic leagues. Because this is the first time this is happening, bro. I think a lot of people... I, I don't think... I don't think people are thinking about the impact that th this could possibly have 
yeah 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 on domestic leagues right and when i say domestic leagues obviously i'm talking about the Barclays premier league i'm talking about the Serie A. i'm talking about la liga i'm talking about bundesliga i'm talking about league on in france i'm talking about all those leagues top five leagues Bro, in the world even african leagues south american leagues north american leagues it's gonna affect everyone, bro. It's just messed up, bro. It really is gonna it's affect up. everyone, bro. So here's my thing, right? Yeah. I think the players who play in the Barclays Premier League, who are going into the Qatar World Cup, they are literally like this is made for them. Because around this time that the World Cup starts, this season's done. No, not done. It can't be done, bro. Because remember, there's that Christmas period. Nah, look at it. Look at it this way: the MLS is the only league when it comes to the end of the year. Their league is done. So okay, no MLS. And the Brazilian league as well. That yeah. those those are the leagues that I know of, one hundred percent, that they'll be done. You get me. Yeah. So. But my thing is, not a lot of the talent that's going to be playing in the World Cup is coming from the MLS. Not a lot of the talent that's going to be playing for the World Cup is coming from the Brazilian league. Yeah, most 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 of the talent in the World Cup. Are from the top five leagues. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. Majority. Yeah. Majority. Definitely. Definitely. Majority. And also, if you look at it this way, bro. Um. What's this? What did it? Did it? Did it? It, did it, it ran away. It ran away. Okay. Ran cool. Away. So. Okay. No, I, 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 I hear what you're saying and listen, so I think going back to the point, right? So I think there's going to be a lot of, um, there's going to be an impact. There surely has to be an impact. There has to be an impact. And the reason why I'm saying this is because. I feel like players who are going to the World Cup, who play in the Barclays Premier League, are going to thrive because historically, that's when they are playing the most matches yeah. within the league, right? Yeah. Leagues like your Serie A, League A, uh, La Liga, you know, they take... Traditionally, they take a winter break, which is around like two weeks or so, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Cool. That's fine. So, and if you look at it now, going into the Barclays Premier League, a lot of the players who are trying to make a claim for the World Cup squad, they wanted to come to the Premier League. Right, because right now, whether we like it or not, the Premier League 
is the league to be in right now as a player it's the league where you you get the most exposure 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. so um i just wanted to take you through let me let me let me take you through the the the, the groups right at the the qatar the qatar world cup right so all right cool so let me take you through um the groups at the qatar world cup right group a yeah we have qatar ecuador senegal and the netherlands that's a weak group okay group b we have england iran usa and wales in group c we have argentina saudi arabia mexico and poland in group d we have france denmark tunisia and australia in group e we have spain germany japan costa rica right that's that's gonna be interesting it's not my group of death but it's gonna be an interesting group though Definitely. okay okay cool okay cool nah nah, nah. hold the hold that thought hold that yeah. thought um we have in group f we have belgium canada morocco and croatia right yeah and then in group g we have brazil serbia switzerland cameroon in group h we have portugal ghana uruguay and korea republic bless you thanks bro. korea republic so okay i've mentioned all the groups now right and you know in tournaments whether it's the world cup it's the euros it's you understand so i just want out of all the groups that i've mentioned now what seems like a potential group of death for you I'd have to go to group A. Which one? Brazilism. Group G. Yeah. Okay, so in group G, just reiterate, right? There's Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so why would this be a potential group of death for you? Because all teams there can get a result. Okay. It's, 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 okay. Not a, it's not a... When you look at the fixture, you think, ah, oh, guaranteed win for this team. Mm, okay. 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 I think... In terms of group of death, right? Let me just go through these groups again, right? Um, I think group 
group H will be a potential like group of death. What's group H again? Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. I say that because, and just as a disclaimer for people who don't know, I've been a Portugal fan my whole life, right? Yeah. Um, I trust Portugal. I think Portugal will go through. But the other three teams within this group has potential to be the second team to go through. Okay. Ghana is a good team. And Ghana as 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 like recently they've been recruiting players that players like Edin Ketia, Kalam Hatsanadoy, um and the list is endless. So yeah. they've been on a real re- recruit sort of mission right yeah, yeah, yeah on top of what they already had jordan ayu uh, thomas Partey. there's there's already established established stars in this kind of team right so if we're looking at now you're saying group g is a potential group of death serbia i understand you know mitrovic and Jovic and you know all those guys Switzerland you know Xhaka and you know um, those guys there Cameroon I'm not too sure but it seems like Samuel Eto as the you know he, he, he has a high position in Cameroon now so he's trying to get Cameroon back to where they deserve to be yeah. Which is great, you know. As a as a fellow African, we can only admire such stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are the groups, man. Those are the groups. Group A to H. I think I think this World Cup is gonna become super interesting. Who do you think is gonna win it though? Like a favorite. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's my thing, right? And, and, and bear with me. I feel like football is entering a new age, right? And this new age and this new generation of player, right? Yeah. I don't feel like... One nation has an upper hand over the other. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's almost as if we, we, we're stepping into the unknown. Really? Yeah. So, France, the kids, the French kids are good, bro. Like, the kids are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mbappe obviously being the, the, the star boy of that. Uh, you know, there's Mbappe, there's Musa Diaby, there's uh, Teo Hernandez, there's uh, 
Whoa, bro. Like, the list is endless, bro. Chuameni. Kamavinga. Saliba. Joel Kunde. You know? There's a lot of them, man. Benjamin Harvard. Like, bro. There's literally a lot of them, bro. Benjamin Harvard, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Right? I'm also really excited about the Portugal national team because the Portugal national team there's a lot of good kids that are coming up now right yeah 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 Bernardo Silva Rafa Silva Joao Felix Rafael Leal I read Rafael Leal bro Favier bro Nun Mendish Nun Tavash Bro, there's a lot of Mateus Kuni. Yeah. Palenia. Like, bro, there's a lot of players. <laughs> like, I'm excited, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, excited about this Portuguese national team. Um, the Argentina national team is also looking really good. Yeah, the, the youngsters coming up are really good. Because if you look at the Argentinian, like the Argentinian national team, without even counting Messi, there is um, De Paul, Romeo, Lissandro Martinez, Molina, Paradesh, Di Maria Zezo, Dybala. It's endless list. Ah, but you can't really add Dybala because Dybala's touching 30. So you can't really add Dybala to that list. True, but he's on form right now. He needed that move. He's doing amazing things at Roma right now. Him and Tammy Abraham. It just shows what a move will do for you, bro. Yeah, sometimes I think as a player, you just need fresh air, man. You need a new environment. You need... Um, you know, all these things, bro. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. You know? For me, my favorites, Portugal. Hmm. Those, you know, those. And yes, as, I'm, yes, I'm a Portuguese fan. As much as I see the youngsters coming up from Portugal, right? Yeah. I feel like they might need another two World Cups. It's always the case, though. If you look at it. Probably. So you think that team needs some time together? I mean, it's a young team, bro. Okay. Only makes sense. No, no, no. I can take that. I can take that. That's, an... That's a fair observation, right? I can definitely take that. Um, but, you know, football is a game of miracles bro and you know maybe these portuguese kids can just proper you know just like do the things but we'll only really know in november when the world cup is happening no but that's facts bro because if you look at it this way though in football we always i'm sorry to bring this up but madrid's winning sooner against the political Madrid. Football culture, bro. The Galacticos. The Galacticos. So, 
Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's why we love the game because at any given moment the underdog can win. And there's been many, 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 many examples of that. Yeah, definitely, bro. And I feel like football is just better when it's that way though. One hundred percent. Now I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So, um, okay, I said who's my favorite. Who's your favorite to win the, the World Cup? You know, if you asked me this a year ago, I was going to say France. Okay. So what's changed your mind? I don't think in that France team, bro, they, they have enough. Okay. To okay. win the World Cup like they did in, in 2018, right? Yeah. And... In, as much as I hate to say this, bro. Okay. I really do hate to say this, bro. I feel like it's either going to go to Brazil or Argentina, bro. Between the two. No, but that's a fair observation. I hear that. I hear that. I hear that so, 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 so much. I hear that a lot, bro. Hey, bro. Uh, the Brazil national team is fucking good. The Argentina national team is really good. You know? So, we're just gonna have to see who goes far, bro. At the end of the day, you know, that's 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 all we can do. Yeah, so so sure. so you're saying it's for you your favorites are between Brazil or Argentina. Yeah. Okay. As much as I don't even support those nations, I just have to be honest. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, dude, it's a safe space here. It's a safe yeah, space. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So okay, cool. Um, so we've mentioned our our favorites to win the, the the World Cup. Who do you actually support on the international stage? <laughs> if I'm being honest, hey, I I just pick a team to support every four years, bro. And okay. also, while for the past three years, the team I've picked to support have actually won a major tournament. Okay. Because when I decided to support uh, France, they won the World Cup. Okay. They when won the Euros, too. I was about to get there. Yeah. When I decided to stick with France, they won the Euros. Before France, I decided to what? Support who? Germany. They won the World Cup. Yeah. Before so you, Germany. You, you just chilling with the winners, bro. <laughs> Let, legit, bro. Okay. No, 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 cool. I have eye for talent, should I say. <laughs> okay. That's why I was like, if I'm being honest, as much as I don't support Brazil and Argentina, yeah, and I'd hate for Argentina to win the World Cup, yeah, but they're the two favorites, bro. 
Okay, I just cool. have to say how it is, bro. No, 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 no. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So, um, this World Cup, there's a lot of absentees, right? Yeah. And I have a list here of the teams that won't be participating in in the 2022 World Cup, right? Yeah. And there's some heavy there's some heavy hitters on this list, bro. Like historically heavy heavy hitters on this list, right? All right. I just want to get your 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 reaction on this, right? Teams that will not be participating in the Qatar World Cup includes Italy, Sweden, Russia, Colombia, Peru, Chile, Nigeria, Egypt, Algeria, Ivory Coast, Honduras. How does that make you feel? I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah, that sounds like a World Cup on its own. Right? It really does. There's some pretty heavy hitters that are not going to be participating, bro. But also, looking at their squads, I understand why they didn't make it. No, but you see, I disagree. Are you telling me that Italy squad cannot make it into this World Cup? <laughs> nah, bro. Okay. Italy... There's, there's proof of it. Proof of it how, though? They didn't make it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sharp, sharp, sharp. No, 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 no. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I feel like Italy has bowlers, yes. Yeah. But their bowlers aren't... They're not that different gravy. Okay. They're just average bowlers. Because even if you look at it, it's Italian internationals. Yeah. They drive in the Serie A. Only. By majority the of them. Yeah, majority. majority. I won't I won't speak for everyone. Yeah, majority. But a good eighty percent. Italian players don't leave Syria. First point. Yeah. And then even if they do leave Syria, if they are good enough to play in that other league, they're just a proper squad player. They'll make that starting eleven, yes. Yeah. But they made it because there's not a better player to put there. Okay. Now I hear you. I think Roberto Mancini he had a he had a good crop of players to pick from. I, I don't know what went wrong, but ultimately it ended up in them not making the World Cup. I right? mean, if you also look at Roberto Mancini's tactics, bro, I don't feel like it, it, it sits well. 
Bro, I mean, they had they had some serious players in their team, bro. Pirella, Locatelli, Tonali. They do, but... Chiesa. You need to get a coach that will... Skamaka, boy. You need to get a coach that will accommodate all of that, bro. Because at club level, it's one thing. Yeah. At international level, bro. You're literally picking the superstars. Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you a question. Do you think, okay, which job is harder? Being the manager of a club or being the manager of a national team? That's fine. Okay, for me to answer this, you have to give me context in terms of what club I'm... Okay, let's say for instance I get two offers. Yeah. From this club. Yeah. And from this national team. Okay, let me let me keep it let me keep it very, very, very like relevant to you. Yeah. You have two offers, right? Manchester United England. United. So you wouldn't take the England job mm-hmm. over the United job. Okay, what are your reasons then for that? I genuinely feel like the United job, as tough as it is, it would be easier than the England job. Okay, so you're going off which job is easier. Yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, I disagree with you, right? I disagree with you in the sense of I think both jobs are hard, right? Yeah. I think both both jobs are like, bro, that's a tall task, right? <laughs> Definitely. Because if you look at it, Man United hasn't won a trophy in a while. England hasn't won a trophy in a very long while. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I can win a Carabao Cup with United and not win your whole thing. What the hell is up with this Carabao Cup, bro? <laughs> that is not United. That is not the heritage, bro. That no. Is not that is I get not, what you say. That is not what Sir Alex Ferguson I get you, fought bro. for. I get you, bro. But do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I can win a Carabao Cup with you. So you can't win an international trophy with England, is what you're saying? Nothing, bro. All those even England, with the even with the crop of English players that are available to you now. I'm gonna say a bold statement right now. Okay. All those English internationals are just spoon-fed kids. They don't know what it is to fight. It's almost as if, I mean, I don't know their individual stories, but the way they go about their things, it's almost as if everything was handed to them. On a silver platter, is yeah. what you're saying. They just, they just act like spoiled kids. You can't go to a tournament expecting to win it because you're England. You have to perform on the field. 
Exactly. You have to score the goals, you have to win games, and you have to do all that Because, bro, if we're looking at it, bro, England has had... If we're genuinely being honest with ourselves deep down, England has had the best squad the past 10 years. Or crop of players to pick from. Yeah. The past 10 years. But, I mean... What have they won in the past 10 years? They haven't won anything. So, do we bring that down to the coach because he picks the players that he wants to pick? I won't. I won't. You know, at first I would have said I bring it down to the coach. But even when they reached the final and they lost it on penalties, bro. You're talking about the, the Euro final? Yeah. Against Italy. Bro, English supporters don't even know who did they the downfall to their own team. I think English media as well. Definitely. I feel like I, I put English media under English supporters. Okay, yeah. They the downfall to their own team. Okay. So let me ask you this question, right? Since we're since we're talking about the World Cup and you know the teams that we think are gonna do well, right? Yeah. Given all those factors that you've named, the media, the support, and players thinking this and that, what if we were to strip everything away? Forget the English media, forget all the externalities, right? Yeah. Now we're just looking at a crop of talented players who have the energy, the desire, and the fight to compete. Yeah. How does that English team look to you? They take everything, bro. They win World Cup 2022. Mm-hmm. They win Euro 2024. They make World Cup 2026 final. Okay. Okay. Now I can take that. I can take that. Because if I'm on a, Bro. All these other leagues. Yeah. They good. Yeah. But Barclays Premier League, bro. I mean, it's been the best league in the world for a very long time. For years, bro. For years, bro. Literally, for years, though. There's no league for Barclays Premier League. How are you the best league for the past 10 years and the next 10 years coming? But yet you aren't doing shit on an international level. But you can argue as well that a lot of the players in the Barclays Premier League are foreign players. Because foreign players saw I need to go to the best league for me to make my national team. I won't make my national team playing for a DZ team in Portugal, bro. 
Okay. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I really do. I really do hear you. Cause if we, if we, if you speak if if we being honest, bro, that's where agents come into play, bro. If an agent comes here, it's like, bro, you hot, man. But you need to show. But this is the level. Exactly. You need to showcase that at a higher standard, my G. Because there's a lot of players they were hot in their other leagues when they got to the Prem. What they fell off. Yeah, because, you know, not not every player can adapt to the intensity. But now, you're not adapting to the first league in the world. So how are you going to adapt to the highest stage international level? Mm, mm. Trying to carry your country's flag, bro. Face. No, 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 I hear you, I hear you, my boy, I hear you. Um, I think that there's some merit in your argument. There's some solid points there. But at the same time, we need to realize that it doesn't always go to that script. Unfortunately, it doesn't, yes. But I just feel like you as a soccer player, you could be doing your best in another league. Why aren't you trying to do your best against the best of the best? Mm. It's just that simple. Best, best, you can't, best. You, you can't hide behind that fact, bro. Yeah. If you truly believe in your quality as a professional player, yeah, you have to do it against the best of the best. You can't call yourself the best number ten in the world, but you're playing in League A. Honestly speaking, Fair. I'm not trashing League A. Yeah. But when you get to the Prem, bro, there's your it's a different story. Though. There's your KDP. Bejo Bonaru Silva. Coutinho. Bejo Coutinho. Bejo Bruno Fernandes. Bejo Eriksen. Bejo Bentancourt. Yeah. Bentancourt took two months to adapt. Yeah. And we took him as a lazy player at Juventus. But he got to the Prem, what happened? He adapted. So, bro, players. I feel like we come up with too many excuses for players, bro. No, Conor Gallagher. And that Anthony Gordon kid from Everton. Bro. Yeah. Niggas are hungry, dog. Mm. So you're calling yourself... That's the thing about football, bro. Like, it's a continuous cycle, bro. Facts. You're hot today, tomorrow. There's some new kid on the park. But if you look at it this way, bro... The only way you stay consistent is if you're putting in the work. And too many of them are not putting in that work. True. We just have to be honest about that. True. 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 It's like True. that incident with Otto Melo, bro. You, you, you get that loan to Liverpool. Liverpool don't even have midfielders in that midfield, but you're not 100% fit. So what's going on? Now we're just playing players because of their name. Mm.
But yeah, man. Can you see it all comes back to that whole chat of you playing in the youth leagues. You made a name for yourself in that youth league and then you got that first team debut when you're 16, 17. Now it's a thing of, ah, I came in here hot, which means I'm a hot player. Starting your career at 17, bro, and trying to maintain it to 32. I mean, daily army, right? That's another one that pisses me off, bro. I I won't even lie, but that's that's a story for another day. Yeah, that's a story but, for another day. I mean, I think I think I think it's been a good episode. Um, that wraps up our FIFA World Cup Qatar twenty twenty two episode. Um, there's gonna be way more coming from us. Um, in the, you know obviously in the coming weeks and, and, and so on and so forth um, yeah so we're literally gonna be recording an episode every week inshallah um, and yeah man you know obviously you know football football is a very dynamic game there's always a lot to talk about which is great um so the content will keep coming um you can you can catch us on twitter and instagram at jersey 10 podcast for updates on episodes um we we will post up a new episode on those social media channels and yeah, you know, if if you, you know if you if you like what we're doing, please holla, please follow, please subscribe, 